Hey everyone, it's Danielle and Kate with another episode of Go Head Mama, and we're talking about a topic today that's um, probably a little touchy for for both Kate and I, but it's really um, from it's really just kind of understanding like why everything a mom does is so easily criticized and easily politicized. So we're going to try our best to to pick through that, but um, I guess I don't know, Kate. I think I'll just start with kind of where I've been feeling about this. And uh, largely, it's just been this impression that there are so many things that I can't do now that I'm mom. Like, we've talked about me wanting to parents um, on the streets of Trinidad in Carnival. Like, can I still do that since I'm so scantily clad? Um, I want that to happen. It has to happen. I want to be there. It needs to happen. Well, can I get my nose pierced, which is something that I've been really considering, seriously. <laughs> like... Yes. Okay, this is why this is why Kate's my friend because she says yes to everything. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. And then there are other things like cursing and the way you dress and I just feel like right now there are just so many things that are being told to me like hey, you could you could do that up until the moment you decided to bear a child. That's interesting because I feel like I have felt kind of the opposite issue where I'm in, you know, I'm in Silicon Valley. Um, I'm in this nice, like upper middle class white people situation where it's like, you're a mom, be free, do everything. But it's do everything to the point where you don't feel like you can take a rest for a moment. Like, like every choice you make is that, that every time you choose not to do something, that's a very active choice that somebody out there has opinion on. Like, if you choose not to get a tattoo, <laughs> if you choose not to make your kid's Halloween costume, if you choose not to buy a bagged, you know, Target Halloween costume, somebody has an opinion um, about, like, oh, okay, I mean... <laughs> I guess you can do that. (laughs) Like if you don't care about your child and it's just incredibly stressful. I'm curious though, um, Kate, because when you, okay. So when you, do you feel like, I guess I'm trying to, to separate the two in the sense, like there are the things like the Halloween costume and the breastfeeding and all of the stuff that like moms are supposed to do. Do you think that in, in, even in your like Pleasantville environment that, people would still be okay with you walking around with, you know, I love cookies tattooed across your back. <laughs> like, are there... I, I think, I think I love cookies would be a positive thing <laughs> in my environment. Like, I, I kind of feel like for, for me and my friend group, maybe, maybe I'm being really optimistic here. Um, you know, I probably feel more hemmed in by being like a professional woman Mm -hmm. and wanting to to set off that that vibe than by being a mom oh so like for me yeah for for me personally actually being a mom has helped me feel more like more able to express myself in weird ways like i've gotten a tattoo since being a mom and everybody i've talked to has been who like I talked to about it has been really pretty psyched. Like, um, you know, I'm over 30 and I'm getting my first tattoo ever. That's kind of ridiculous in the first place. And then on top of that, it's like, after I have a child, awesome. Great. Like it's, 
And that's a really silly example. And yes, I'm embarrassed. Like, <laughs> legit tattoo friends who are listening to this, yes, I'm embarrassed. <laughs> shame me. You can shame me later. But not because I'm a mom. Um, I feel like that, for me, like, all of a sudden, if I want to do kind of ridiculous things that would have come off as a little adolescent when I was younger, now it's kind of cool because it's like a middle finger to the establishment because I have a kid. And you know what I think is also fascinating, Kate, is that the establishment, which I will admit I came into uh, being the establishment of moms don't do this. If for you, it's it's the establishment of it's it's not the establishment of motherhood. It's the establishment of professionalism like that. It's that's your that's the yeah. thing that is your in lack of a better term, like your, your limiting factor, like, okay, is that line going to be crossed? And I think that's excellent. What, well, let me backtrack. I don't think it's excellent that you feel limited because I feel like everyone should feel limitless. Right. But I think it's great that the motherhood component is liberating. Right. Right. And to be clear, like, I don't, I don't feel particularly limited by work. Like I am just not like, uh, you know, I don't think I would wear crop tops on the weekdays, <laughs> even if given, you know, like, even if given free reign. I, I think if I worked, like, in a porn shop, I'd be, like, the weirdo in the high button <laughs> shirt. Um, You'd still be wearing so the full like, long sleeves um, blouse. Yeah, okay. exactly. In, in like, my, my orthodox outfit. Uh, but <laughs> I, I do feel like feel like in some ways having having a kid makes me want to like push against that more and be like I you know it's partly my duty in a weird way and maybe this is where the pressure you know the positive pressure whereas you feel negative pressure comes in again like I feel a duty to um you know to make sure I preserve the creative part of my personality to make sure that I like like dress for myself to make sure I see my friends, um, you know, stuff that I used to kind of see as secondary to work and that got shoved, you know, shoved behind my, you know, even my marriage really. And my job is now stuff that I really prioritize because, you know, I, I feel like it's an important way to to place myself in the world and important value for me which is weird like and it's great I'm really glad that I have this positive pressure because for instance like it would be much easier to just blow off this podcast and be like I got too much shit to do but I feel like it's really important that we do this like this is a valuable thing but it is you know on those days when I'm really stressed out when I've got everything to do in the world when hypothetically my built-in microphone stops working, yeah, this is what happened last yeah. week, and Danielle was there for my complete like. Yeah, there was that moment where like, I total said, nervous breakdown. We we are doing this. This is positive. It should not stress you. <laughs> I had to go into full blown therapy voice. That was yeah. I rarely go into therapy she, voice. <laughs> she was momming me. She was momming me really hard, and I needed it. Um, but you know, it would have been easier to just blow this off and be like, you know what? I can't, I can't do this anymore. But like, because 
I feel like my friendship with Danielle and this as a creative project are incredibly important to me um, and incredibly important for me as a mother to do. Like, that makes me push through. You know, one of the things that you said, Kate, about um, feeling the positive pressure and and for for me, it's like I want to make another separation because, like, you're really helping me tease through this thought process that I was having. For my daughter, I feel obligated to maintain a sense of self, right? And that's interesting. Like, it's it's an obligation from me to be the best person I can be for her. Right. That like that makes sense. But when that when that person stops aligning with the the Brady Bunch version of mother, it starts to get a little bit like, then what am, what am I fighting against? I guess, and, and all right, for, for all the listeners, this is clearly therapy for us. Cause I, I actually haven't had a lot of time <laughs> to think about it. Like, what am I fighting against? Um, yeah, there are comments, but I mean, I think over the course of us talking, we've heard comments from both of us that just say people will stay will say stupid things right like we've just proven that yeah. as a fact so why is it when like you know for example like i've had people be like well you know you give up give up on uh movie night or give up on travel or give up on this because you know the baby's here you know we've all heard it we've all yeah. heard it so why is it that this is a thing that i'm allowing to be a, a potential blockade if that makes sense and i don't know yeah 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 and that's I guess that's a that's a conflict I come into a lot and there are a couple things I would love to talk to you about um and for the record like point of order there is no order here we have gone completely off the outline we'll get back to it I have faith in us I have faith in us But yeah, the sources of other people's opinions on what you shouldn't, shouldn't, shouldn't do. That's what interests me because there's a whole range of folks weighing in, right? Mm -hmm. Like they're the people you actually love. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and, uh, and Amina of, um, of Call Your Girlfriend. Hey, Amina. Our favorites. Hey, hey. (laughs) Um, I think Anne came up with something called uh, the Hater Index, which is like a basically a visual representation of all the people who are criticizing you in your life. Hmm. Okay. Um, I will have to share this with you, but I felt it was really helpful to have a way to think of who is dropping their wisdom on your life. Like, and it's especially helpful as a mom because I don't know about you. I, of course I do know about you because we talk about it all the time. Like all of a sudden everybody and their brother, like literally from your friend's brother to (laughs) like every person on earth via the internet suddenly is like, Oh, I'm glad you decided to get pregnant. Let me comment on your choices. Mm. Mm. And it's really hard to sort through that. Like, obviously, you know, you have your trusted friends who you can talk to and have a dialogue with, and that's awesome. But there's lots of people 
who either are strangers with good advice, um, lots of strangers with bad advice, and then people you love with shitty advice. That happens. Oh, yeah, that definitely happens. That happens. And it's really hard to wade through and say, like, where is this input helping me think through my own issues and helping me make my own best decisions? And where is this just making me feel crappy for no reason? Yeah, and I think this is this is really, really helpful for me. Hope for everybody else. Um, but it is that feeling of, again, clarifying it for myself. It's not so much that there's this order of this is how to be a mom. Because we all know that there is no written rule. Um, but it's just like coming to terms with the fact that motherhood is not in itself the line or the limiting factor even it's just another thing that gives you gives people an opportunity to judge what you do yeah. it gives them another yet another platform so like even you know starting with being a woman you have a platform people have a woman platform where they're like women shouldn't do this or professionals shouldn't do this and now it's like mothers shouldn't do this so it's just another place where people get to share their opinions on an on a lot of times an experience they have no factual input on so yeah there might be the 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 mothers that are actually giving bad advice to other mothers and you know boo to them boo on those people (laughs) yeah but then there's a lot of people who are actually not mothers and probably not even women (laughs) who also (laughs) give advice on things and share their input and make really, I won't say malicious, but I think thoughtless comments. Yeah. Yeah. And some of it's an attempt to be lovely. Like I know I've fallen into the kind of trope of like, how do you bond with other people who have small children who you don't know and have nothing in common with to your knowledge? Oh, you talk about how you don't sleep or you never see your friends or like, (laughs) Like they're, it's funny, but at the same time, like, wait a second, I do see my friends. Like I do have time for other stuff in my life. Um, I really prioritize sleep. That is my personal like drum that I bang on. Uh, I love, I love sleeping. I love it. (laughs) I don't do it as much as I would like to, but it's not the, like, I get four hours of sleep a night that I know is what some people actually experience and what frankly sometimes I'm like oh yeah we're never gonna sleep again um (laughs) like oh yeah we're never gonna do anything fun again it's like oh you know what actually like I do fun things I'm good at my job I work incredibly hard and yeah I like need to nap on the weekends and yeah I'm probably under rested but it's so easy to get into that trope of trying to bond with other parents mm. from like a point of sarcasm and misery. Mm. Kate, hello. Did you bring out the pulpit today? Okay. <laughs> 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 because I just feel like one, that's a behavior that I've noticed. It's again, it's a behavior you notice in um, mother circles, uh, but it's also a behavior we've noticed in academic circles it's just like, oh, law school is horrendous. Yeah. When you know, for you, it might not have been, like, for me and you, there were days when it was okay, and I didn't mind. I actually liked being in law school, or, you know, like, it's, like, the only way you can, to align yourself with other people is to kind of, like, minimize your chill. Yeah. And your yeah, calm. exactly. And that's not, and I feel like, yes, Kate, this is what I needed to hear. I'm not going to minimize my cool and my mm-hmm. chill to make all the other people feel comfortable with themselves. It is really hard though, because 
for instance, like, so back to the law school thing, like (laughs) I actually kind of enjoyed the whole experience of taking the bar. Like another one of our friends and I studied together at her house and we made snacks and we exercised and went for walks and then we did our flashcards together. And then like I went and took the bar with my husband. We ate really tasty dinner. Like it wasn't that bad. It really wasn't that bad. But every time kind of as in like a, a really sick experiment, I meet another lawyer and they're like, California bar. And am I right? And I'm like, yeah, it was so much fun. I feel like I'm going to get punched in the face. So I was just about to say, you were probably, we're going to get some hate mail this episode from any lawyers that listen to this. (laughs) But, but nobody else liked the bar. Here's the thing. What, what you are saying is a reminder of why you have friends, right? And, and another one of our mutual friends, uh, who went to law school with us. See, this is like, law school wasn't bad for me. I met the most amazing people in law school. Right? right? It wasn't that right? bad. Again, we're going to get best. loads of hate now. But um, the the point is, is that one thing that she taught me was that whatever the outcome was for her versus I with the bar, and, and luckily we both passed, but I never forget the moment where I, I actively didn't tell one of my closest friends that I had passed the bar because I was frightened that she hadn't and that she would hate me. And yeah. That was the moment where I feel like she proved herself to be a friend for life, not because she said, oh, good for you, but because she said, Dale, my result has absolutely nothing to do with our friendship. And it was that moment where I realized, like, that's how you support someone. And I think the same thing is in with motherhood is, like, if you've got friends, and I'm talking to, like, listeners, I'm talking to myself, I'm talking to Kate, like, if you've got friends that you can only say, oh, man... I only got two hours of sleep last night and that's the only way that you can like bond on the topic. They're probably not your friend. (laughs) I don't want to, I don't want to say it too loud, but I understand the need for companionship. I understand the need for, um, relationships. Listen, I'm, I live far away from my like really close friends and luckily I've made some amazing friendships here. But the reality is, is like, there are also some people that you associate with because you don't want to be alone. And another thing we'll talk about in another podcast is like the loneliness of like parenting that can happen. It's not always lonely. It's not always bad, but sometimes it is. And people need to talk about that too. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But like, just for like the point that we're trying to make here about the opinions of mothers. Like, I just really wish that, because I find it encouraging, Kate, I find it encouraging when I'm having a rough day and you remind me that, Oh, playing with Artie was so great. Right. You know, and that's good. That's supportive. And that's a reminder of, yeah, playing with, with Dowdy is great too. Even though today she's wreaking havoc and wants to like, just scream at the top of her (laughs) lungs. But that doesn't mean that I can't celebrate your happiness. And I can't remember that part of being in this like air quote sisterhood of motherhood is supporting one another in that way. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah, and and that's the thing is like I think sometimes when we talk about sharing the good with good and the bad, the immediate thought is like, oh, of course you're going to share the good, so we have to make sure that we share the bad, um, and it's really important to balance because it is easy to get going in like this kind of cynical, like, Aussie kind of like everything's terrible, like you know my life isn't the office. Mm. You know, like everything isn't terrible with like a glimmer of humanity at the very end. Not at all. That kind of redeems it. Like things are actually all right. 
And I, I don't want to talk to my friends and colleagues as if things are a pile of crap and that's the only thing we have in common. I mean, it, it just, because you end up down this like cycle, this rolling tumbleweed of, okay, well, X person says they haven't slept. So now I feel like I have to say I haven't slept. And then all you talk about is the fact that you guys haven't done something. Yeah. And then even worse, you start thinking like, oh my God, what should I have been doing when I was sleeping? Like, am I a bad parent because I'm not more miserable? Like, am I not doing well at work because I'm not more miserable? Like, and I think half the time, both people on, like people on both sides of the conversation are thinking that exact same thing while talking about how miserable they are. Kate, I just want to say this is why I keep you around, not just for your good looks, <laughs> because I mean that that's sufficient. But <laughs> I mean that's 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 baseline. But um, just reminding me that, like, it's okay to be in a good place. Yeah. It's okay to have good days. It's okay to feel. Well, I mean, one thing I think both of us know is that having our children has been an amazing asset in our lives. Right. But being able to talk about that confidently and not fear that people might judge the judge that happiness and judge anything we do. I feel like you, I feel like you figured out my problems. Kate. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yep. The check is in the, I mean, I guess the, the, the invoice is in the mail, huh? <laughs> I'm, yeah, you know, how do you think I'm going to pay for this, uh, like, weekend away that I'm <laughs> I'm going to have because I do nice things every once in a while, even though I'm a parent? So I think another thing that gets lost when conversations either, you know, focus on putting a, a bright spin on things or uh, or making it, you know focus on, like, the most sarcastic, dark version of parenthood possible, um, is you lose track of what the actual truth of your experience is, and also you don't get a view, like, if, if somebody's actually in trouble, it's hard to identify that. So, like, I'm, I'm thinking of friends who have had real trouble with breastfeeding, or have had postpartum depression, um, and didn't really realized for months that what they were feeling was either unusual or just not tenable because everybody's like, Oh yeah, I never sleep anymore. Um, and they're like, Oh, well, I guess it's, I guess it's okay that I just like cry for five hours a day because it sounds like everybody's mm. miserable. And I just want to be like, no, 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 no. Don't listen to the internet. Like, Parenthood should not make you want to die all the time. Yeah. Like, your your friends are exaggerating. They're trying to make you feel better. I think it's backfiring. That's, that's, that's definitely a thought that I hadn't had. I hadn't had. I didn't, I hadn't had that thought before. Um, it's definitely one of those things where you're completely right. It's almost like in the attempt to relate to one another, you end up, isolating people that are going through this very specific experience and then it's also just hard being able to say out your mouth that you're going through postpartum like even as you say that I remember feelings after having you know after after childbirth and it's like 
I don't even know still if that was postpartum or not. Like, you know, like you just don't know what it is. And if everyone around you says that they're tired, sad, and exhausted, then you start to think that, well, no, it's not, right? Like, so, so, yeah. I know you're anti-tip, Kate, but I'm just thinking. But if- <laughs> no, I think and this feels like this feels like a good place for a tip. I'm with you on well, this one. Yeah, I'm shocking, first of all. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I guess, and this is the problem, right? The first time we agree that there needs to be a tip, like I guess it's like, what is the tip? Uh, I guess it's not a tip to the people. From my perspective, it wouldn't be a tip to the people that are going through postpartum because I think that's yeah. beyond our scope. But a tip to the people that are really managing relatively well and trying to either, A, not seem like they're gloating about their experience um, and therefore kind of like just chiming in about how hard life is. Um, Because I think those are the people that we probably can relate to in a more realistic way. It's kind of like, okay, if you could just be honest without being a complete asswipe in the process <laughs> that could really yeah. help the people around you and then they might even feel maybe that person that's going through something serious might not feel compelled to talk to you because they feel like you're not but at least they'll know that what they're experiencing is not normal yeah exactly like just that you know it's easy to just fall into kind of the rhythm of the way other people talk about their own experience, but the taking some time to think about how you're actually feeling and how you're actually coping is not just really important for your own health and sanity, but for your whole community. Hmm. Yeah, Kate. I mean, we kind of went around the world here because this was, we're really doing a shit job of being funny these days, man. <laughs> We're taking the serious route. I feel like you need to you need to go and call Lindsay again, and you guys need to talk again because it's getting real <laughs> around here. Okay. Well, you know, you just keep me in touch with uh, with my feelings, Danielle. You, I That's mean, why I need you. You you're bringing me to like so like now I'm sitting here and I'm like, man, I feel so empowered to kind of you know, I can't recreate the conversations I've had in the past, but just like, I feel empowered as like a mom. I feel empowered as a woman. Like I feel empowered as a person to just not say negative things just to make other people, just to, to, to assimilate to what other people are experiencing. Yeah, exactly. Um, Cause it doesn't help anybody. Yeah. It doesn't ultimately help anybody, even if it like gives you a moment uh, away from tension. Huh. You're a winner, Kate. And th- and to think, this all started with a point of me thinking, like, there were things I couldn't do. Look at the evolution in a... You can do anything, Danielle. I'm getting that nose piercing. Is... I'm, I'm telling yeah, you now. Exactly. I I want... Next time I see you on Skype, I want you to be in a tube top with a nose ring. <laughs> and preferably a carnival headdress. Oh, trust me. The, the carnival thing is happening. We just have to plot it because it's just kind of like a logistical thing that, you know, the whole caring for another human while you're away from a week but one of my friends did it from her three kids <gasps> tell me about this actually i want to hear about this this okay. is way more fun than our help self-helpful Segway. <laughs> <laughs> i i have to i mean she took three weeks oh my gosh i'm not i guess i'm not supposed to oh my god I, it, she's just a rock That's star awesome she, she's a rock star wait she left her kid for three weeks well kids kids <laughs> yeah That's with, amazing with her very capable 
husband, you know, yeah, so yeah. clearly it wasn't like she was, you know, she was like, all right, kids, there's the, there's the, the kitty litter. Okay. <laughs> Here's your subway card. Yeah, right. Enjoy. <laughs> no, she did not do that. And, um, she's got family in the area, but she went with her sister. I thought it was really cute. I mean, I was following their pictures on Facebook. I was WhatsApping her just as I was like, so tell me what happened next. Okay. What are you doing now? Are you still awake? This is so exciting. <laughs> So I, I have to, um, I have to connect with her again just to kind of see like, okay, now that it's over, how did it feel? Is it something you would do again? I mean, it sounds like it's something she's going to do again. I personally don't know if I could do three weeks. Um, yeah. It's a long well, time. Just Yeah. I mean, yeah. We'll have an episode coming up where you'll hear how great I sounded <laughs> after one week away from my kids. Listen, Kate, it was emotional. Baby okay. but but, i mean last time i went we went for seven days i'm thinking you know either either i figure it out maybe i do something less than or uh i don't know what the plan is going to be because clearly there's really no plan this is just me hypothesizing in my brain how this could potentially happen because kate now wants to see me scantily clad in pictures post baby okay so it's important it's really important for women everywhere so literally i'm sitting here i'm motivated by kate to like be positive all the time and i'm motivated by my other friend to be like just do it so i'm definitely gonna be yeah next time i'm gonna have the the headpiece i'm gonna have the nose ring i might get the bull one the bull one. Yes. <laughs> i don't think I, I don't oh, think great i know i don't actually don't think i'm gonna do it. the best i'll do is like a stud <laughs> I'm, whatever whatever you do is gonna be amazing and also you need to bring your friend in for an interview um, she sounds amazing. Well, we had her. She was um, the one that told us how to be cool earlier oh, on. She is cool. Yeah, that, that's Can she why. come back for an update? I know. I know. I'm, I'm going to bribe her to come back because now I'm like, uh, we're going to end up being that show where we're just like, so my friend is still awesome. She's back. Um, I, I'm going to listen to that show. <laughs> so, yeah. That so, show. I, I think that's going to be a good uh, comparison to, to Kate's one that's coming up, which is which is awesome. And I loved your sensitivity to being away from, from Artie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm not all powerful, by the way. Mm. FYI. She's lying. She's lying. <laughs> I have limitations. <laughs> well, honestly, this is what we've got for you guys today, okay? Love us or leave us. Actually, don't leave us. We'll be don't leave mm-hmm. us. Don't leave us. <laughs> don't leave us. We've got more good stuff. We've got totally good stuff, and I hope you appreciate that a lot of what we do is kind of just kind of going through it with our friends. You know, this is me and Kate. This is how we talk. This is what we think about. This is this is how we process being moms. <laughs> yes. So until this next round of processing being moms, (laughs) thanks, mamas. Take care.